You are tuned into the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast, your Rx for success in nutrition, mindset, and health to dispense the best version of you. The Fit Pharmacist is a movement in the profession of pharmacy. Here is your host for the show, Dr. Adam Martin. The Fountain of Youth is often talked about as a mythical source of life and longevity that can mystically turn a 90-year-old frail woman into an 18-year-old dancing queen. While that may seem far-fetched in our current reality of 2018, the concept of revitalizing the human body to improve the functional capacity, that is, quality of life and capabilities, is a current reality. No, this is not some pseudoscience or late-night special for snake oil. It is the science of regenerative medicine. You may have heard of this uh, before or wanted to learn more about it. Uh, which is exactly why I'm here today at Choice Generative Medicine. Uh, in either case, whether it's new to you or something you want to learn about, I wanted to bring to you all the most well-versed and experienced healthcare professional I personally know to break down the ins and outs of what regenerative medicine is, how it can help you and your patients, and applications for its role in our ever-expanding society of healthcare. Guys, Welcome to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast, Mike Leone. He is a physician assistant practicing in physical medicine and rehabilitation and the cutting edge field of regenerative orthopedics. He graduated from Washington and Jefferson College undergrad and got his master's in physician assistant studies at Chatham University in Pittsburgh. Double bit. Mike is passionate about alternative ways to approach pain management and wants to educate the community on the healing power of regenerative medicine. Mike, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. This guy knows his stuff, y'all. Um, I've known him for not too long, but I've been a patient actually here uh, for chiropractic services for, for a while, several years. Um, and what they're doing is phenomenal. The impact they have on the community is really tremendous, getting everyone involved. It's all about learning, providing value, and sharing those things. Um, and the more I came, I started seeing more of this dude um, and seeing what he does with regenerative medicine. And at first, I was like, what is this? Regenerative medicine? Like, do you have, like, special powers? You go to Hogwarts? You know? like, <laughs> um, so I wanted to learn more. And the more I learned about it, the more I became fascinated. And then I thought, well, not a lot of people know about this, but it has profound effects in healthcare because it actually is effective. So that's why I wanted to bring Mike on the show. So thank you so much for your time and for being here, man. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Awesome to have you. Um, so I guess the first question, just diving right in, is what is regenerative medicine? Right. I mean, so it's this idea that you can regenerate your body, right? Uh, so the best analogy or you know example I can give to people is degenerative arthritis, which is often what we're treating, um, or osteoarthritis is where your body begins to degenerate. And that is one of the main things that we are trying to, you know, reverse. Right. Um, and we do that with injections. Uh, so I like to start with a little bit of history with every patient because it helps them understand, like, what is this? It obviously isn't in the main mode of treating pain or uh, orthopedic problems. Um, Absolutely. Largely in our society, we use surgery and then pain medications, um, and that's about it. And I find that it comes way short of what we could be doing to help fix the body instead. Um, Absolutely. So the first thing is you get to know the patient as an individual 
get to know their individual history, what their concerns are, and, and what they've tried to get where they are so far? Sure, yeah, and in the current climate we're in, they generally have tried the other things, um, which gets to, allows me to be excited with them about doing this new thing, right? Um, so I really like my job uh, for that reason. Yes. So, so anyway, to, to give you all the different paradigms that led to where we are right now, um, prolotherapy, um, aka proliferate therapy, was the first. Um, so that began in osteopathic medicine in the 20th century. Uh, so like DO doctors, if you've heard of that. Uh, yes. As opposed to allopathic medicine, which is all medicine-based, like giving people medicine. Mm -hmm. DOs work in the capacity of, of more holistic type healing, or at least at its inception, that was the idea. Absolutely. Uh, so... So, for instance, they do actual like chiropractic manipulations in their training. Mm -hmm. That's to give you some some idea. Uh, so, prolotherapy is where you inject some kind of proliferant into any tissue, and typically, it's like a connective tissue, like a tendon or a ligament surrounding a joint. And the idea is, uh, you tend to get injuries surrounding joints, not in joints, and those those injuries don't heal. Um, and then throughout your life, your joint isn't working right, and that's how you end up with your degenerative arthritis. Right. Um, so, it, so this leads us to what are we injecting? So th that began with actually sugar water, dextrose, hmm. um, and it and it really works. Uh, it just again isn't like the mainstream thing. Um, another thing that has become wildly popular in the last several years is PRP or platelet-rich plasma. And all that is is taking the patient's own blood, you spin it down in the centrifuge, and you take the fraction of the plasma itself, um, which is without white or red blood cells, um, that has a lot of platelets. And those platelets have a large capacity to direct healing in your body. Hmm. Yeah. So it's blood from the patient that you will be treating? Yes. Wow. So it's specific to the individual, as specific yeah. as you can, your own blood, but yeah. the specific part that has the healing property, and then you just localize that to the point of concern. Right, yeah, and so, yeah, from like an evolutionary standpoint, our bodies aren't, they're maximized, but they're not, or how do I like to say this? Optimized, but not maximized, gotcha. right? Yes. So, your body can heal itself, but it tends not to do certain things that great, you know, and your knee joint is almost all the way at the end of your longest limb, um, and, and just by, its very nature logistically is not going to get as much blood as other stuff right right um and therefore it doesn't heal that great and so this is why we see people like almost everyone as they age at some point their knees are going to not be that fantastic you right see what i mean especially runners are people that put a lot of stress on those joints yes um so and so with prp specifically you're just more or less concentrating your body's own healing stuff into an area that might not be getting that stuff otherwise. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Um, and this stuff is perfect for young athletes that get injured, um, like CrossFitters who do a lot of like high intensity, high impact kind of stuff. Um, it's great for, it actually was created in sports medicine. Wow. Not. Yeah, so uh, the way I understand it, it was in baseball, like people like pitchers hurting their shoulders and their elbows and stuff, they were putting steroids in there and they were getting tears. The steroids actually cause tears over time. They, they cause the tissue to break down. Right. This, it, as, you know, as I've explained it, you kind of get that it causes it to get 
fixed. Absolutely. You know I mean? yeah. So guys, an interesting application is just looking at how the body works. So if you've ever um, had an injury it, through sports or just living life and you've broken your arm or maybe uh, fell and scraped your leg, that heals relatively quickly. But if you ever torn uh, like an ACL or a knee joint or shoulder joint, yeah. it takes a lot longer because your blood flow is a lot more restricted in those areas. That's the reason why those injuries are so like frowned upon because the blood yeah. flow and with blood flow comes nutrients and repair. So that's the, the error or issue with our bodies in those areas. So instead of just waiting and delaying that process that naturally takes longer, what you can do is fix the problem, so to speak, which is limited blood flow by directing the body's own way to repair that being blood flow and localizing your own blood and the best parts of it to those areas. So literally fixing the body's yeah. issue or problem in that area to promote healing. Yeah, really, that's really well put. Um, uh, so to give a, a specific example, Troy Polamalu and Ben Roethlisberger, um, I was doing some additional research on this because yeah. we were doing this podcast. I found that I guess they were doing this on them all the time because wow. they were getting injured all the time. Yeah. You know, uh, which I, I thought was really interesting and, and pretty inspiring because I didn't know that when I started doing this, you know. It's good enough for Troy. Yeah, exactly. We, we are in the Steel City right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm forgetting that your, your listeners are everywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so, so that's PRP. Stem cells have really come into the fore. Uh, within the last several years as well. Uh, that actually began in allopathic medicine, which just is your traditional Western medicine, in leukemia and lymphoma medicine. Uh, yeah, so you've probably known someone, I mean, it's usually child leukemias that people are, are familiar with, um, that has had a bone marrow transplant, or heard of it at least. And what that is, is actually replacing the stem cells within the bone marrow that have become cancerous um, in the process of that leukemia or lymphoma with new and fresh ones. Um, so, of course, once that started working, it, which is, it, it's, it's a really fantastic uh, area of medicine. Like, they cure kids all the time. It's pretty awesome. That's astounding. Yeah. Um, but they, you know, they started thinking, well, wait, we can do other things with this yeah, uh, and so that they started doing it with orthopedic procedures like this other stuff, and they found that it was giving it even more oomph. Um, and the more they studied it, the more they realized that stem cells, and, and I'm I'm foregoing like a whole setup here, stem cells, adult stem cells, are what we're talking about. Okay. So if you know, people think of stem cells, they think of like you know aborting babies. Ethics. Yes. Right. That, it's none of that. Okay. Adult stem cells, you can get them from yourself, from your own bone marrow, from your own fat. Um, or you can get them from birthing tissues after a baby's born. Mm -hmm. So what happens is, is they, you know, the baby's born, and then at a hospital, they're asked, do you want to donate your placenta or your umbilical cord? Um, and oftentimes people do, and that's where we're getting this product from. I see. So it's nothing related to mortality or anything like that it's no. just basically yeah. byproducts of the birthing process yes that's like the biggest that's the biggest thing that everyone's always asking yes. because that was just how people it was thought of in like public consciousness right. for so long um we get ours from that source from umbilical cord blood um and i'll save you the real gory details but the important thing to know is the fda has a high 
um, purview regarding stem cell medicine because it's new um, and it is largely experimental. What is known about it working is largely anecdotal, but we know it does. And that's why they've actually taken an interest in it and are paying attention to it. Right. You know what I mean? For the FDA, it does take quite a while for yeah. them to do that because for good reason, they want to see replicated results. Exactly. Um, just like in any good clinical trial or evidence that comes out, um, my world is nutrition and I don't tout the latest fad diet. I look at what's worked, what's tried and true through repeatable results. Exactly. And that's exactly how the FDA functions as well with regards to treatments, uh, medications coming from a pharmacist here, um, but then also alternative therapies. So the yeah. fact that they're looking at it and paying close attention shows promise in and of itself. Yeah. It's just the approval does take a very lengthy period of time because they want to see those results repeated over and over again so that there is traction. And what you're saying is that's already begun and they're starting to see that being replicated time and time again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Excellent. And yeah. I mean, it's very seldom that I do one of these things that the patient's really disappointed. And there are things about a patient uh, and their overall health that make their their outcomes less likely to be good. Right. And that goes right along with healthy lifestyle and exactly. healthy eating and healthy body weight and all those things. Uh, so those are generally the only ones I've seen not do too well. Um, and, and so that's a matter of what we'd actually evaluate with the patient when they come in. Absolutely. Um, Again, health and diet, exercise, taking care of yourself, that's step one. Um, even in pharmacy world, whenever you're looking at treatments, uh, healthy diet and exercise is a treatment protocol for every single disease state, um, just as it is here, because yeah. this is another another therapy. So that's why that's so such an important component in someone's overall health. But this really kind of speeds up and directs that process. Yeah. Um, but what's really fascinating, um, we talked about what regenerative medicine is, and a lot of people, as we started, more of um, you know, as you age, your bones get. Uh, your joints get rough and whatnot, but there's much more application than that. There's also athletes who, like we said, run or tax. You said Troy Palomalo, Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> yeah. use these therapies yep. too. So it's not just older people, but people who are very active athletes. Um, so are there any other patient populations or people that would find benefit in this who are suffering from pain? Yeah, you know what, and, and I meant to mention this, so I'm glad you asked. So, so stem cells... Um, we're born with a finite amount, right? And then as we age, we're using them to regenerate things all the time. And it's thought that the aging process happens in part, and there's other things, of course, but in part because we have less stem cells to regenerate ourselves. Mm -hmm. So with patients, so generally the recommendations are thus, PRP or PRP with stem cells. Um, and the stem cells are added in the patient population often that are older. Right. Right. And because they don't have as many. Um, and, and that's the real crux of it. Because they have to be there. You right. Know? Like these young athletes, they, they already have them. I mean, you can certainly get a shot of them to really like increase the oomph. Mm -hmm. uh, but they're, they're already there in the young people. So in the older population, that's where the stem cells really become important. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. So you touched on briefly a lot of people who come to you um, for treatment with regenerative medicine. It's not their first rodeo in pain management. They've tried other things. Yeah. Um, so how does regenerative medicine tie into traditional pain management therapies yeah. as an alternative or add-on, or, or what does that look like for someone who's dealing with chronic pain? Sure. I mean, so it's somewhere in between conservative treatment and surgery. Um, it's, it's a commitment for the patient uh, 
financially and and just you know getting something special done right you know uh, so we of course start with physical therapy and chiropractic which we do do in our practice uh, so we, we kind of integrate those things we have some rehab here as well um, and then of course there's uh, other traditional pain management interventions as well so there's cortisone injections which we like to do like ultra low doses mm -hmm. just to calm things down at times um, there's trigger point injections which uh, you know release uh, muscle spasms mm -hmm. okay so things like this um, that in my mind are important for chronic pain patients always um, over the you know just muscle relaxers and opioids which come with their you know frankly very high risk of addiction and things of that nature Gotcha. So that's one way to look at it is if you are dealing with chronic pain, um, it's not just, you know, this is the only route um, talking of other therapies, but there are a lot of alternatives. So if you have been suffering with that, this is another option for you um, if that's something you're looking to control or manage because living with chronic pain can be just really overwhelming at times. So that's one reason I wanted to talk about this and bring Mike on the podcast um, is to let you know that there are other alternatives available that are effective. Um, this is yeah. proven, it's, it's replicated, and even the FDA is looking at approving it. Um, again, that takes time through repeating studies, yeah. but it's a modality that is an option. And as a pharmacist, that's my role, is to really be a liaison for the patient um, who comes to me with an issue, and then allowing them to see, you know, here are some options, here are some professionals you can consult with to see, you know, what would best work for you because there's not a, a one-size-fits-all approach in, in any condition. But Absolutely. having that toolkit to allow them to see what their options are and really bring that awareness, I think that's what really provides value. Um, and that's one reason I wanted to, to talk about regenerative medicine, just so they, they know, you know what's, what's available for that. Um, so with all that being said, there's been some phenomenal content here, uh, phenomenal interesting facts about what regenerative medicine is, where it comes from, what it's not how it can help you, how it compares to other therapies. Um, are there any other tips or information you'd like to talk about with regenerative medicine uh, for people listening, if they if anything about it you want them to, to know? Sure, I mean, I encourage everyone to do their own research because we have the internet now. Yes, uh, you know, In interwebs. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's definitely a controversial topic no matter which way you slice it, and I like to take that head on with people. Um, and come out the other side having them understand that it for them, if we talk and I learn about them, uh, we can decide together if it's a good thing for them or not. You right. know? Um, you know, and it, we are in the North Hills of Pittsburgh, right off McKnight Road, uh, to the left of the Giant Eagle, opposite the State Store. Uh, we'll get our, your field perks in that. Is our, yeah, <laughs> is our, joke, is our fun joke. Um, and yeah, I mean, you can just give us a call or, or come, or you can walk in. A lot of people are just going to the Giant Eagle. Yeah. Uh, and just kind of walk in and we have a lot I have a lot of a lot of walk-in uh, patients all the time so yeah that's what's great um, with with this office in particular is a lot of times my gym is around here um, and I'll go you know before or after the gym there's nothing better than a good adjustment prior to squatting which I'm doing yeah. later today <laughs> so I'm like hey do you guys have availability which is so great because they're so flexible because um, they have such great staff so it's really easy to get in at any time of the day um, oftentimes, I'll, I don't schedule appointments. I'll just come. I'm, I'm sure you guys don't like that. But I call and I'm like, hey, you guys have any availability like in an hour? Like, oh, come now. Like, it's fine. And yeah. you're not waiting in a waiting room, so it's very convenient. No, um, they take care that. of you. It's 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 really phenomenal. They have got 
really good um, care that they give, and I, I just love it. So that's why I've been a patient for so long here, um, and why I wanted to, one reason I want to talk about such great value. But a great point you brought up is having people do their own research. But with that and, and the internet, those two things can really open a Pandora's box because there's so much misinformation out there. So when people are researching information, what are some things to look for or are there specific resources, um, academies or organizations that are accredited oh that provide good information rather than just marketing material? Yeah, I mean, that's a hard one. Yeah. I can't, I can't, there's no way for me to, I mean, I've done, I have a, I have like it's crazy yeah. yeah um because it's so new mm -hmm. you know so i mean the best thing i would i i the best advice i can give you is come talk to me yeah <laughs> mike the man yeah i mean they're okay so actually i i lied there there are some re there's one specifically there's a guy in panama where the restrictions are more lax mm -hmm. his name's neil Rubin, um and he is leading the charge in umbilical cord stem cell research and he wrote a popularized book called oh it's escaping me now I'm really gonna have to we'll have it in the show notes it. yeah, yeah. But, it's, but it's inexpensive it's like a paperback off of Amazon okay and it kind of just describes to the layman like what this stuff is and what they can do with it and mm -hmm. then it just gives you some examples of some crazy awesome stuff that they've managed to do oh that's great yeah so and he also has like a more academic textbook that he just released that I'm saving up money to buy um, it, it, and you know that that of course if you really want to get into it you can read that but that to me is the most reputable thing um, his work uh, because he doesn't do as much like marketing or competitive marketing he's not out there like, he's not in it for the money he's in there for to learn about what this yeah, is yeah he's not out there wasting the competition either which is kind of what it's kind of why I said do your own research because you're going to hear that. Right. You know, this exactly. is bad and this is bad and this is bad because just people are trying to expand their market and shrink other people's while doing it. Absolutely. Know? And that's one reason I love coming here is I never feel like I'm being sold or pitched anything. Yeah. They have tons of information. You, behind me, you see, if you're watching this on video, you see all the charts and graphs they have. That's all over their practice here. And they just got a beautiful new location. As he said, next to the giant eagle, as we say in Pittsburgh East. Yeah. Um, but what's great is not only that, but they're all about providing information because they realize, like I said, not everything is a one size fits all approach. You have to really mm -hmm. see what's best for you, your situation and what your mm -hmm. goals are, which is exactly how I practice in my nutrition consulting business is finding, you know, where, where have you been? What, what has worked for you? What did not work? What are your preferences and what are your goals? Where are you looking to go? Connecting those dots and providing that guidance and information is really how I focus the practice. Um, so they do the same thing. And what I love is they're so involved in the community. I think like every week they have like a free dinner to come out and learn. Yeah. And it's not sales pitching. It's just teaching. Like there's no commitment or obligation. It's just come learn, have free dinner. And if you want to learn more, we're here to help you. Um, it's a great system they have. It's a great value, I think, to the community. So if you live in the Pittsburgh area, uh, the North Hills, really anywhere around here, um, and you've not heard of choice, it's really great practice if you're, if health is important to you. So I would highly recommend looking them up. Um, what is the best place to reach you or learn more information about choice? Website, email, phone? Uh, so our website is choicechiro.net. Um, 
3-6-4. There it is. And guys, we will have links to not only their website and the book that he mentioned, um, but also uh, social media accounts. As you know, I'm very big on social media. If you're listening to this, you already know that. Um, but they also have a presence on Facebook for more resources for you. Um, also getting more into the Instagrams and the, and the yeah. Twitters. Yeah. So it's, it's coming. So definitely other places to get more information. But I want to leave you guys with a huge thank you and also a very warm thank you to Mike uh, for sharing his time and wisdom with the science of regenerative medicine and as a PA, how he delivers that to his patients in a integrative practice as part of the healthcare system. So Mike, thank you so much for your yeah, time. Likewise, this was a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys had tremendous value, learned a lot. If you have questions, please feel free to reach out. All of the links and show notes will be here for you so that you can reference those. This is Dr. Adam Martin of the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. Be sure to work on yourself daily so that you can dispense your full potential. Thank you, guys.